Welcome to the God Took Me to Las Vegas podcast. I'm your host, Randy Mortensen. This is a weekly 25 to 30 minute program where we provide answers for your I don't know how. Whether you're dealing with recovery issues, emotions from a loss, or maybe life has just thrown you one more curveball than you were expecting. I'm so glad you're here. It's always great to know that we have, we do have people joining the broadcast or listening to the broadcast, watching the broadcast from coast to coast and around the world. Uh, it's a huge blessing to know that we have viewers and listeners in 45 countries. So thank you for taking time from your busy schedules to connect. Depending on the platform you're watching or listening to this on, if there's a subscribe button, please hit subscribe. If you're on our Facebook page, there's a place for notes there or comments. Um, we just hugely appreciate and respect your your feedback and, and your comments and your thought. Later in the show, I'm going to talk more about the 21-point assessment. That's a tool to determine whether you or a loved one qualifies for one of my programs. It's called the Lifestyle Champion Cohort. Today, we're going to be talking about how having the tough conversation. I want to start, start off today with a little bit of humor. There was an addict that fell into a hole and he couldn't get out. And a businessman went by and the addict called out for help. And the businessman threw him some money and told him to buy himself a ladder. But of course, the addict couldn't buy a ladder because he was in a hole. And so as the doctor next walked by, the addict said, help, I can't get out. The doctor gave him some drugs and said, take this, it will relieve the pain. The addict said, thanks. But when the pills ran out, he was still in the hole. A well-known psychiatrist rode by and heard the addict's cries for help. He stopped and said, how did you get there? Were you born there? Did your parents put you there? Tell me about yourself. It will alleviate your sense of loneliness. So the addict talked with him for an hour. Then the psychiatrist had to leave, but he said he'd be back next week. The addict thanked him, but he was still in the hole. A priest then came by and the addict cried out for help from the priest. The priest gave him a Bible and said, I'll pray for you. He got down on his knees, prayed for the addict. Then he left. The addict was very grateful. He read the Bible, but he was still stuck in the hole. A recovering addict happened to be passing by next. The addict in the hole cried out to him, hey, help me. I'm stuck in this hole. Right away, the recovering addict jumped down in the hole with him. The addict who was in the hole said, what are you doing? Now we're both stuck down here. But the recovering addict said to him, calm down. It's okay. I've been here before. I know how to get out. I've been here before. I know how to get out. Those of us who, who have been in recovery for a while understand the meaning of us saying to a person who's battling, I know how you feel. I felt the same way. Here's the pathway I took, and here's who I am today. So if we, if we take a look, quickly at step 12, it calls us to, to come alongside those who are struggling. And as many of you have heard me say, in this season of my life, my mission is to save lives. 
while keeping marriages from breaking up. So moms and dads are together to raise their children in a home. In addition to those motives, I also know that within each of us, there's a lifestyle champion. I want to help those people who are struggling to see that lifestyle champion revealed. In March, I'm launching another eight-week program. That program is called the Lifestyle Champion Cohort. We use Zoom technology to do a 90-minute weekly meeting. The first 30 minutes is teaching. And there are three phases to the program. The first is the evaluation phase, where we take a look at where you are today. And then the second phase is, is the equip. So it's essential that there be some tools offered. And, and then the third phase is enjoy. Now that you've figured out how to, how to stay clean, how to be sober, how are you going to enjoy it? So for more information and to get in our release database, please text CHAMPION to 66866. That's CHAMPION to 66866, and we'll, we'll make sure that you get additional information. To see if you qualify, the first step that will be required is to go to randymortensen.com, my website, and download the 21-point assessment. By participating in this broadcast, if you qualify, you're then entitled to a 35% discount from our regular pricing. At the time when you're ready to enroll, just mention LCC, Lima Charlie Charlie in my pilot's language, when enrolling, and you'll be entitled to a 35% discount. So based on a couple of conversations that I've had over the past few weeks with loved ones who have close relatives who are battling with alcohol abuse, I'm thinking it makes some sense to cover the topic of talking with your loved ones about their alcohol or drug problem, those tough conversations. So let's spend a few minutes today to, to cover this topic, because for most of you, it's just a scary dialogue to even think about. But if you've concluded that your loved one may have a problem and they're abusing drugs or alcohol... I got to tell you, the next step is for you to have an honest and empathetic and open discussion with them. Show your empathy towards them. I know some of you are thinking, yeah, right. I'm never going to do that. Well, it may seem daunting to you, but it really needs to happen. And I want to offer some guidelines for you. I want to help you. I want to offer you some solutions for this daunting challenge. Now, at the very beginning, though, I want to say there are some precautions that I would advise you on. Prior to an honest conversation, it's critical that what you're thinking, what you're thinking that's actually happening is happening. In other words, just don't trust your own judgment that what you're seeing is actually happening. Take some time to confide in, in a friend that you trust, maybe another family member, Ideally, it would be somebody that's encountered um, someone that's, that's battling with drugs or alcohol, but really take some time to, to, to speak with another person to be sure that what you're thinking is valid because you don't want your personal overreactions to be giving you false thoughts. That's one of the worst things that could happen in your relationship with your loved one. Once those concerns are validated, 
then please don't wait. Don't avoid addressing your loved one about the problems that they're battling. Don't think that, well, it'll get better. They'll fix themselves. That's just not a good idea. And frankly, it could cost him or her their life. Sometimes the other person may not even know they have a problem, or they may have a good idea that they they should be getting help, but they're clueless about how to get help. Your love for them might very well be the motivation that causes them to address their problems sooner than later so that the door can be opened for them to begin their healing and to start their recovery journey. Once you're ready for the conversation, it is a good idea to have a general idea or an outline of what you're going to say to your loved one. Be specific. And having your thoughts aligned will help you ensure a productive conversation while also lessening that possibility of you saying something in error or completely out of context. You don't want one of those moments where you say, why did I say that? One key thing is to have the conversation with your loved one when he or she is not under the influence. It probably goes without saying, but make sure you haven't had a glass of wine or a cocktail or or drugs when you have this conversation. When you're talking to your loved one, use relaxed and appropriate body language. It's always better if you're seated, speak slowly, speak softly, and be in a comfortable body position. I also suggest that you remain seated during the conversation and don't raise your voice, don't cross your arms, and do whatever you can to avoid any quick body movement. Your actions and your posture must reflect your empathy, your love, and your concern for your loved one. Please, please, please don't take this time to express your anger or your frustration because it's only going to worsen the situation. I don't think it's coincidence that today on Facebook, I saw this post from Laura and I'll just respect her anonymity and confidentiality and not use her last name. But she said this in in her post, she said, My parents were told to cut off ties with me, to let me hit rock bottom before offering me any more help. And they were told to stop enabling me by answering my calls. If my parents had listened to any of the above advice, I would be dead. Love is not enabling. Love is life-saving. So as we continue thinking about the direct conversation I know that there's a few of you that that are thinking, wow, this is really scary. (laughs) Some might be saying, this is above my pay grade. And I will say this, if you start out in a lecture mode, things probably aren't going to go well. Instead, have a two-way conversation using open-ended questions. It would really be better if you don't say something like this. You've been mean and distant lately. It really looks and sounds to me like you're on drugs. Are you? That sort of statement is going to be viewed as being very accusatory, and it's very one-sided. Instead, you're going to be better off saying something like this. I really feel like you've been somewhat off lately. Is there something going on in your life that maybe you want to talk about? That sounds way better, right? You've opened the door now to an honest conversation versus blaming them for their poor choices. To further relieve you of some pressure, remember that you alone cannot change your loved one. 
Your words of encouragement will stimulate their desire to change, but they still have to take that first step. Do whatever you can to not direct your anger at your loved one. You might very well feel let down and you might be angry, but your direct frustrations towards the problem should be just that. Don't focus on the problem. Instead, be focused on how you can support your loved one through the recovery journey. Always remember this. They're not wanting to choose their addiction over you. Whatever substance they're abusing is messing with their brain chemistry, and it's often causing them to act irrationally as they mistakenly feel that they're in pursuit of feeling better or happy. I remember countless people telling me, I was just doing this to be happy. I was just drinking to feel better. I was just using this drug because I wanted some relief. That's not going to happen, and we all know that. Finally, with these tough conversations, always be sure to continuously affirm your support of them as a loved one. We all need to know you're on our side when we're in those moments of hurt. But if they refuse to change or seek support, you do need to be prepared to offer some consequences. As important as it is to be an encourager, it's just as important that you are not an enabler or a codependent toward your loved one. The road to recovery isn't easy. There's no quick fix, and the road is sometimes long, but it is worth it. Don't lose hope. Always support your loved one, because I know within them there's a lifestyle champion waiting to be revealed. I've shared the overdose statistics with you in the past. They've tripled since 1990. If you know someone who's struggling today, or if you're that person who's battling compulsive and destructive behavior, please don't wait another day to seek help. Reach out to me at my phone number. My office number is 321-757-HOPE. That's 321-757-HOPE. Or call someone you know or trust. Those who are dying are husbands, wives, sons, daughters, somebody who loves them. Today's the day to seek help. If you're interested in a free download of my ebook titled The Five Common Mistakes When Pursuing Recovery, just text CHAMPION to 66866. Again, text CHAMPION to 66866. I want to leave you with this. Are you ready to have that difficult decision discussion today? Are you ready to make the decision to have that difficult decision? And I hope you found this information helpful today. Look for the replay to be available on usual podcast online outlets like Buzzsprout, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and others. Have a blessed day and be extraordinary today.